Hi, this is Chris. Welcome to Adventures in Odyssey. Hi, this is Bernard Walton. You know, I can't think of anything I'd rather do than hang around with you for a time of wonder and excitement. And again, getting my squeegee caught in my suspenders is exciting to me. Anyway, welcome to Adventures in Odyssey. Winter next exit. Wow! This is my son, Graham. One day he's going to take over the farm. All I do is feed pigs and shuck corn. Pulled up beside your station wagon and saw a pig snout sticking out the back window. You've got to be kidding Yes, food lodging, next exit. Mm. <sighs> Littering prohibited, $500 fine. <sighs> Mom's Diner, exit 143. Come taste the home cooking. Do you your... really have to do that? Well, I'm sorry, Mr. Walton, but I'm having some trouble gaining intellectual stimulation from watching miles and miles of corn pass before my eyes. Uh -huh. I need to channel my mental energy somewhere. Now, come on, Eugene. You've been like this ever since your computer busted two hours ago. You, you've got to have more imagination than that. Uh, here, let, let's play 20 questions. That'll make the time go fast. 20 questions? Sure. Oh, okay, I, I'm thinking of a thing. Now, you got 20 questions to figure out what it is. Is it corn? I don't want to play anymore. Woodtown, next exit. That could possibly be a flourishing metropolis. Do you think they might have a computer repair shop there? We're in the middle of Iowa. Mm -hmm. Unless you can make microchips out of cow chips, there's not going to be a computer repair shop for probably 200 miles. Mm -hmm. Oh. <sighs> Joe's Park and Dine. Oh. Historical marker, quarter mile ahead. Historical marker! May we stop and read it? You gotta be kidding. Mr. Walton, I beg you, please. I adore history. It could hold me over for hours. Eugene, and hours. we've got 1,700 more miles to go. Now, are you gonna. Oh dear! Oh dear! Oh dear! Dear! It's a deer! A what? Wow! <laughs> Gene, you okay? Uh, satisfactory? And you? Yeah, I'm okay. Well, looks like we missed the deer. Oh, no. What is it? Well, look at my truck. The whole front end is wrecked. Oh, my. Well, what, what did we hit? The historical marker. Oh. Donald Wood, 1927-1986. Hey, you guys okay? Yeah, we're fine. What happened? Well, nearly ran into a deer. Swerved over and hit this sign. Wow. Got quite a dent there. Yeah. And where am I going to find a body shop around here? Well, that's where you're fortunate. Oh? Just so happens that I have the only repair shop in the area. If you'd like, I've got a tow bar. I can pull you up to the house. Well, now, I'd appreciate that. Okay. I'll be right back.
Looks like it did a little damage to the radiator. Yeah. You gonna have to replace it? Not sure. Dad, what's going on? Oh, good. You're just in time. Eugene, Bernard, this is my son, Graham. Graham, say hello to Eugene and Bernard. Hi. Greetings. Hi, Graham. They're from a town called Odyssey. Really? Is that a big city? It's bigger than this place, isn't it? Well, yeah, a little bit. According to your population sign, it's 97 times larger. Wow. How many computer stores do you have? Oh, several. Four hardware, six software. Cool. <clears throat> Graham, uh, hand me a 516th socket and a ratchet. Yes, sir. As far as the bodywork goes, you got, uh, well, I'd say five separate parts that need to be replaced. Here, Dad. Thanks. I'm going to have to get in touch with my insurance company. So, do you work in a skyscraper? Well, actually, I'm a student. Graham, you gave me a 5 eighths. I asked for a 5 sixteenths. Uh, sorry. Here. Thanks. So, have you ever seen a bank robbery? A bank robbery? Graham, would you stop pestering Eugene? Now, uh, hand me a Phillips screwdriver. Yes, sir. Uh, I'll have to call several places in Des Moines to see if anybody's got these parts. Uh, how long do you think it'll take? Oh, two, three days to get the parts, a couple of days' labor. I, I'd say five, six days at the least. Five or six days? Yeah. No getting it done any faster. Oh. Oh, look, I, I was just thinking there's a hotel about seven miles north of here, but it's all full. Several couples came in from out of town to go to the Donald Wood Memorial Fair this weekend. Mm -hmm. You may as well stay with us till I get your truck fixed. Well, we would hate to be an inconvenience. Oh, that's all right. If you're an inconvenience, we'll just put you in the barn with the cows. Well, I'm no freeloader. If we stay, we'll pay you. Well, maybe I'll get some work out of you instead. You're going all the way to San Diego? Yeah, I'm trading in my truck. Got a good deal from a friend on a new one. Oh, no. This accident isn't going to mess that up, will it? No, no. I'll fix it up. Got bent up pretty good, though. He ran over the Donald Wood marker. No. It'll be replaced. Don't worry. Uh, excuse me. I feel I have a somewhat extensive knowledge of American history, and yet I've never heard of Donald Wood. Who is he? You don't know Donald Wood? No. Donald Wood put this town on the map. As a matter of fact, after he died, we renamed the city after him. Oh, yeah. We owe a lot to Donald. But, uh, what did he do? Why, he invented graphite handle pruning shears revolutionized pruning. I, it'll never be the same. Oh. Did you tell him about the fair, Kyle? Oh, oh, yeah. We've also renamed the county fair after him. It's this weekend. You should be here for that. Our county fairs are great. And Fluffy's gonna win the purple ribbon. Right, Dad? Well, <laughs> I don't know about that, honey. The kids are entering their pigs in the pig judging contest. Graham's pig really has a chance to win, I think. Hmm. Oh, he sure did a nice job with Woody. That's his pig. Fed him, cleaned him. Yeah, Graham's going to be quite a farmer one day. Is that right? Yep. I'm mighty proud of him. One day he's going to take over the farm, take over the garage. Isn't that right, Graham? Well, yeah. I mean, if I'm still here. What do you mean? Well, what if Mom has another baby and he takes over the farm? Then I'll just probably move somewhere else and let him have it. <laughs> I was kidding. Well, I was just thinking, you know, maybe... Never mind. I was kidding. Uh, anybody want more potatoes? Hello, Graham. Hi. 
Oh, is that Woody over there? He certainly is uh, an attractive animal, a, a large attractive animal. It's a pig. Pigs are ugly. Well, perhaps not to another pig. What you doing out here? Just strolling and reading. What are you reading? Oh, uh, something I found on your father's bookshelf. A dictionary? Well, yes. Actually, I was unable to find reading material that suited my inclinations. Most of it involved farming or tractor repair. I'm not exactly fluent in those languages, uh, as you and your father are. Yeah, we kind of have to know that stuff around here. Well, I find it somewhat fascinating. That is, life on a farm. That is, from a purely agronomic vantage point. Better than Odyssey? I wouldn't know how to compare the two. You guys have a park? A park? Yes. Arcades? Well, a couple, yes. A zoo? No. Still, you know what we've got? Mm. A traffic light. We got one this year on Main Street. Nobody even pays attention to it. There's never more than one car on the road at a time anyway. Everybody just goes right through it. Well, that's what we do for fun around here. We walk over to Main Street and watch the stoplight. Green, yellow, red, green, green yellow, yellow, red. It never changes. Nothing around here ever does. All I do is feed pigs and shuck corn. Oh, yeah, and I get to pull the station wagon into the garage every night. Farm life's pretty great, isn't it? Graham? Yeah? I, uh, I just went down to the barn. You didn't wash Woody today. Oh, yeah, I forgot. Uh, you know, when I was a kid, I took the fair very seriously. The week of the fair, I spent every waking moment getting that pig ready. And you know why? Because it's not just a contest. The fair is big business. I know. A state winner can auction off for as much as $6,000. That's a lot of money. Uh-huh. But it's more than that. Competing in the fair taught me important things like, like responsibility and the discipline of farm life. Yes, sir. Graham, I thought we agreed when I got you this computer that it came second behind your chores on the farm. I did all my regular chores. Now, I'm not talking about your regular chores. I'm talking about getting ready for the fair. We're counting on you. You got the best pig out there. Now, come on. Well, can I just finish up this program? The computer will wait. The fair is this weekend. Yes, sir. All right. <sighs> Pigs fair. I'm sick of it. I gotta get out of here. Wait a minute. Eugene? Yes? Look, I need to ask you a question. Hmm? But you have to promise not to tell anyone that I ask you this. If my silence does not in any way endanger your safety, I shall not tell. Well, all right. Would you take me with you to San Diego? I beg your pardon? You want to go to San Diego? Well, sure. You guys can take me along, then drop me off on your way back through here. I'm sorry, Graham, but I can't. At, at best, it's an impractical idea. Give me one good reason why. I can give you several. First, we cannot take responsibility for a 13-year-old on a 3,000-mile excursion. Second, we will not be a party to kidnapping, a federal offense, since you are obviously intending not to tell your parents of your whereabouts. There are at least ten more reasons, but it is a moot point to even mention them. I'm sorry, Graham, but my answer remains no. I can't believe this. Come on, you got to get me out of this place. We all become dissatisfied with our homes at times. Well, that's easy for you to say. You live in a fun city. Look where I have to live. I want to go to Disneyland. I want to go to the beach. You know, I've never even seen a beach. 
Graham, I understand your need to experience the rest of the world. I, too, had similar feelings when I... don't I... want to experience the rest of the world. I want to go to San Diego. Now, come on, take me. I'm sorry, no. Fine, just forget I asked. Thanks a lot. <sighs> Morning, Bernard. You want some coffee? No, no thanks. Any progress on the truck? I finally got all the parts. I had an awful time finding them. Such a pain to get parts being this out of the way. Oh, yeah, I understand. Should be finished day after tomorrow. Well, I'm in no hurry. It's a nice place you got here. <laughs> yeah, been in my family for a hundred years. Mm. Kyle, there's a police car coming up the driveway. Oh, must be Jerry Kellogg. Wonder what he wants. Well, look in the back seat. It's Graham. Come on out, Graham. Jerry, what's going on? I found your son on Route 24. He was driving your station wagon. What? Driving? Graham, what were you doing driving my station wagon? He hasn't said much since we picked him up. Graham, why don't you tell him what was in the back seat? The back seat? Tell him, Graham. What was it? I don't know. It was a pig. A pig? He was carrying a pig in the back seat? Yep, pulled up beside your station wagon and saw a four-foot-five-inch kid trying to see over the dashboard and a pig snout sticking out the back window. Graham, what's this all about? What's happening? Nothing, honey. Everything's fine. Is Graham going to jail? No, he's not going to jail. Is he in big trouble? Uh, uh, Sandra, take Carrie inside, please. Come on, Carrie. I want to watch. Come on, honey. Bernard, would you join us? Huh? Oh, yeah, sure. Well, I'll be on my way, too. All right. Thanks, Jerry. I, I, I'm sorry about this. I'll see you. So, what do you think you were doing? I don't know. What's gotten into you? You could have been hurt. And, and what were you going to do with Woody? I don't know. You're lying to me. You were going down Route 24 with a pig in the back seat. Now, tell me right now, what were you doing? Just taking him for a ride. Ah, uh -uh, stop it. Now, tell me. I was going to sell him. What? I was going to try to sell him. I heard that this farmer in Martinsburg pays top dollar, and I thought I'd surprise oh, you. Oh, you can get 30 times more if you place in the state fair. You know that. Now, you better start telling the truth right now, or you are going to be in big trouble. I was... trying to make some money. For what? I was going to buy a bus ticket and go to California for a while. What? Don't be crazy. You're 13 years old. I want out! I can't stand it here! I can't stay here any longer! And I'm not gonna stay here for the rest of my life and take over your garage! Graham! I hate farming and I hate cars! I don't care what you hate. You will not talk to me that way. Get upstairs to your room. You are grounded until further notice. Could you hand me that wrench? Yeah, here you are. Thanks. Can you believe him, Bernard? Honestly, stealing my car? Phew. I should ground him for the next ten years. Twenty, maybe. Twenty? You think I'm overreacting? Well, the kid did a bad thing. And he deserves what he got. But I... I wonder if this is about more than just stealing a car. What do you mean? I mean, your son just risked his life trying to leave home now. Just makes me wonder why. Oh, I, I know why. He just
just all starry-eyed, thinking he can be in the movies or something. You can't do that in Iowa, now can you? Well, I never heard him say anything about the movies. I just thought he didn't want to take over the shop from you. He has no choice about that. Doesn't he? I just don't understand him. He used to love working with me when he was little. Now, all he cares about is computers. I have to pull him by his ears to help me in the garage. Why is it so important that he help you in the garage? Well, how else is he gonna run it? Oh, yeah. Oh, look, it's, it's, it's been in my family for 50 years. My dad and I, we used to work in here for hours at a time. When we weren't working on cars, we were talking about them. <laughs> That's the one thing we had in common. We could always talk about cars, even when we didn't have anything else to talk about. And you can't talk about cars with Graham. Oh, used to. But now... Well, have you ever tried talking with him about his computer? Oh, I wouldn't even know what to ask him. Kyle, your son doesn't want to be a mechanic. I think you may need to try something else. Graham? Yeah? May I come in? Sure. Mind if we take a few moments to, uh, converse? Are you on his side? I would state my position is entirely neutral, although I do wonder why you have not communicated with your father more effectively before now. Well, how can I? He never listens to me. He just makes me do stuff that I don't want to do. Never even asks me what I want to do. I think you've made that perfectly clear. You want to leave Iowa. Yeah, and I'm going to do it, too. I'm really leaning towards San Diego. Of course, you won't have any friends there. You'll have to do your own grocery shopping. Homegrown vegetables will be harder to find. You won't have your mom to help you with your homework or your father to pick you up at school. But you won't have to worry about school, will you, since you'll be washing dishes full-time. Are you trying to scare me? It merely occurred to me that you may not have realized what the disadvantages were. Yeah, well, there's one big advantage to leaving. I won't have to wrestle with my dad about the shop anymore. Does he know of your compelling inclination toward computers? Yeah, he knows. But he doesn't like them. He doesn't even try to like them. He thinks they're useless. You see, that's the thing. In San Diego, everything is computers. I'd be accepted there because everybody uses them. Whereas you feel that you're not accepted here? Well, I'm accepted as long as I do work in the garage, not on computers. Because your father believes they're useless. Yeah, and I guess until computers can help him fix cars, he'll always think that way. Well, perhaps, but, uh, wait a minute. What is it? I think I may have an idea. May I see your computer? Sure. Uh, morning, Kyle. How's it coming? Ah, well, looks like I'll be finished in a couple hours. If you want, you can be on your way this afternoon. Well, that sounds great. But we kind of had our hearts set on seeing the fair. <laughs> I was hoping you'd say that. Dad? What are you doing in here? You're still on restriction. Mom said I could come down for one second just to give you this. What is it? Okay, Eugene. Here you are. Well, I must protest the rustic mode of transport for this finely tuned instrument. A computer in a wheelbarrow? What are you going to do, pitch it? Eugene and I made you something last night. For me? On a computer? 
<laughs> now, son, you know I don't know anything Please, about... Please, Dad? Huh? Go ahead, show me. Set it up, Eugene. Very well. Eugene and I were thinking last night about ways we could maybe help your business. Now, if you think I'm going to start using that thing in this garage... Could you just try it? I'm doing just fine without it. Now get back to your room. Uh, Kyle, let's at least see what he did. Well, all right, go ahead. Okay, you know how you have to call all sorts of places and find parts for cars? Yeah, so? Well, we came up with an easier way to do it, so you wouldn't have to make so many calls. Yeah? Like how? We hooked up a phone line to the computer and contacted a bunch of car parts places. Uh-huh. All you have to do is type in the name of the part, and it lists all the places that have it. Really? Yeah. You see, this could save a lot of time. And money. Oh, yeah. And money, because you won't be making all those long-distance phone calls. The computer does it for you. And faster. Uh, anyway... Here it is if you want to use it. Uh, we programmed it so you can figure it out yourself. Just follow the steps. I'll just leave it on your desk. I'll be in my room. And uh, I'll be uh, off as well. So, what do you think? Uh, I don't know. I, I, I don't really trust those things. Well, it's just an observation, but I think your son's doing his best to patch things up. What are you doing? Graham? He's got to show me how to turn it on. <laughs> Good thing. I was afraid you were going to ask me. Well, what do you think? That's uh, not like any fair I've ever seen. The giant pruning shears were quite a feat of engineering. Three stories high. Yeah, they kind of take visitors by surprise at first. And the pruning sheer necklace with the flashing lights are great. Hope the wife likes it. Yeah, but before you buy anything, ask me first. There's always people out there trying to rip you off by selling you imitation graphite shears. Mom, Dad, Fluffy's coming up. They're going to show Fluffy. He's fourth in line. All right, let's go. Okay, I'll be right there. Look, Dad, baseball cards. They got baseball cards this year. You like baseball cards? Can I go? Sure, son. Cool. My son likes baseball cards. I, I, I never knew that. Well, keep your eyes open, Kyle. You might learn a lot about your son. Yeah, I think you're right. Hey, wait up! Well, Eugene, you want to go watch a pig? Or does that fail to stimulate you intellectually? Actually, I would enjoy a good pig watch. <laughs> Eugene, there is hope for you yet. There are a lot of times when we think we want what someone else has. We want to live in a better place or have more exciting toys or be able to do more interesting things. If we ever feel unhappy, we should think of what the Apostle Paul said in 1 Thessalonians 5 verse 18. Give thanks in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. No matter how much we may not like it at the time, God has a special purpose for us wherever we are, and we should be thankful for that. Adventures and Odyssey is a production of Focus on the Family. Second Thoughts was written by Marshall Younger and directed by Paul McCusker. Our production engineer was Mark Drury and our executive producer, Chuck Bolte. And I'm Chris, hoping you'll join us again next time for more Adventures and Odyssey.